Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 262. It is Thursday. Here in Cincinnati, it's hot. It has really been a warm week, which has been a little unexpected for September. But the sun is shining, the leaves are falling, at least here in our area. When I was driving around earlier, I noticed how green some of the other parts of the city are. So it just fascinates me that (laughs) we're like really into fall season over here. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So it is probably late afternoon, I would say, as I record this today a little bit later than I usually do the podcast. And it's given me some time to um, play with the idea that popped in during my run this morning. So this theme of traveling has been a lot of fun for me to tune into and compare and bring into a parallel framework for this idea of what's happening on our planet with expansion and consciousness and people awakening. And as I have been reflecting on it on my own and looking at it, I keep coming up with more ideas and more ways that it is similar, which is so much fun for me to play with. So here is what feels relevant for for today. When we choose, and I'm going to use these words very carefully, when we choose to come play here on earth and to take on human form and to walk around on this planet and have relationships and create and do work and feel emotions and all of these things that we do, sometimes when it gets really overwhelming or intense, it is easy to say that it was not our choice to be here and um, and it's easy to fall into feeling like the victim of life or circumstances or stories or patterns families I believe every one of us has been in that position of going well why is this happening to me and I don't understand and it doesn't seem like this is right or good or fair when we start awakening when our soul says it's time to remember more of who you are as a soul it's time to be more love to walk around this planet more conscious more aware participating in a way that perhaps you haven't before the themes that have been holding us back or keeping us in that belief that we're a victim to anything those themes come forward and sometimes it's like they slam us in the face (laughs) and we're trying to figure out what we just walked into and sometimes they're like little pods and pokes pokes (laughs) I didn't say that were those words right prods and pokes not pods and pokes (laughs) prods and pokes and it just keeps jabbing at us trying to get us to realize the ways that we are limiting ourselves by seeing ourselves as a victim to anything 
it can be very uncomfortable when that starts to happen and um, it takes it takes a lot of strength and commitment to walk through any sort of awakening and so this idea of seat options feels like it might be helpful when when we start to have these moments of ahas so I'm going to just ponder, meander <laughs> through this idea, and then you'll get whatever it is that you're meant to get from this uh, concept. Okay, so last week when I was traveling, when I book a flight, as I'm sure many of you have experienced when you book a flight, the process of booking your flight and paying for it in the middle, there's usually a place where they show you the actual airplane structure that you're going to be on, and they ask you to select a seat. Originally, way back when they first started doing this, the airlines did, I noticed that most seats were included <laughs> in the price of the airfare. And what I'm noticing lately is they're not. And the few available seats that are white are usually in the back of the airplane, and there are not a lot of them. And the seats that they want to upsell, that they want to charge extra for as the airlines are covering their costs and making their money, they have surcharges per seat. And so when you're selecting a seat, sometimes you're very limited to what's available. And sometimes there's lots of options, but you may have to pay for them. When I was considering the three flights I was taking each way and the amount of time I would be on each plane, I could tell like the one in the middle, the longer flight, I would like to have a really nice seat for that because <laughs> I don't want to be feeling uncomfortable for such a long trip. And also I wanted to sit with the person I was traveling with and so I wanted to make sure we had two seats together and when I looked at available seats there weren't available seats side by side in the place where I would like them to be and so for the one long flight home I selected two seats side by side and I paid extra for them because it felt worth the value of what I would be experiencing and for the comfort and the peace of mind and the companionship it felt like yeah I'm willing to spend the extra for that. But the other ones, if I'm available, if it's available, I'll just put myself down for a seat. And if it's not, then I'll just let the airline assign it. Because I like to play with numbers, I also like to pick the seat number and the row very deliberately. So of course I picked uh, row 22 as often as I could, row 11. Um, I think we had seat 14 at some point. So, you know, it's a way to, to play with energy in the booking of the experience. Then when you're on the flight, when we, <laughs> when we boarded that long one that we had to disembark <laughs> and then get back on again for the long flight, while we were sitting the first time, waiting for the pilot to take off before he said, we're not going to take off, <laughs> we're going to change planes, we were watching the little video that's on the seat in front of us and the video was showing the first class seat. It was showing the really nice deluxe option at the front of the plane. And I remember saying, like, I didn't even see that. Where was that? We boarded the plane, but we didn't board into first class. How did that happen? Like, we didn't even see those. <laughs> well, we boarded in the middle of the airplane, and the front first class, the person who was guiding us to our seats was standing at the entrance where we couldn't even realize. I would have thought it was the pilot behind that air hostess, air steward. It wasn't the pilot, it was the whole first class. <laughs> there was this other whole section of the airplane that I didn't even realize it was right there. <laughs> so when we disembarked, 
from that first that flight that we didn't take on the airplane and that we moved to another airplane when we disembarked with all of our stuff from yesterday's podcast all of our stuff I went up to the person that was standing there blocking that view as we were about to leave and you know we were one of the last ones off because I had to pack all my stuff back into the carry-on so we had to wait for everyone to go by and I went up to this gentleman I said is first class right there is it behind you And he kind of looked at me funny like, duh, but I didn't realize that when I got on the plane. So I was quite proud that we'd figured out that's what was going on behind him. I said, is it possible? Can I just go look and see what the difference is? Because I've never been in this first class airplane of the kind of airplane that we're flying on. And he just laughed and he's like, okay. (laughs) So I walked past him and instead of being rows of seats, they were these little like sort of cubby things. And the seat slides down and it makes it sort of into a bed so that you can actually lay down on an airplane instead of having to sit in a chair. (laughs) For anyone who's listening who's already done this amazing first class experience, you're probably like, oh my gosh, like get over it, girl. (laughs) But for me, it was super exciting to see it. Well, there were a couple people sitting there waiting to kind of, I guess, get their stuff together. It looked like the one woman was perhaps on oxygen and so they were going to de- um, disembark at the very end. And I said to her, how do you like first class? And she said, well, you know, it's better at night when you know you're going to want to sleep and you can lay down and really stretch out. But she said during the day, it's really not that big of a difference, you know, than a regular seat. And I was looking around and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it looks pretty fancy up here. <laughs> it looks way different than where we're sitting in the back. <laughs> but that was her that was her opinion of first class versus, you know, all of us in the rest of the airplane. <laughs> anyway, so we disembarked and we waited and and then eventually we got back on the plane, which was yesterday's episode. So seat options, how is this at all relevant to consciousness and what is happening here on our planet right now with so many people awakening? When we first chose as souls to come be humans, I believe we knew exactly which airplane we were getting on, exactly which family we were stepping into, exactly what seat we wanted to sit in and who we wanted to have sit next to us. We made very conscious choices about if we want to have a window seat so that we can look at the landscape of life and see all of the variety around us. Or are we going to sit in the middle and feel squished and like we can't see anything and we don't understand what's going on and all we're doing is just being funneled along the same tube and we don't even know where the tube is going? Are we choosing as a soul to come into a a coach class, family, culture, uh, society, time of, of evolving here on this planet? Are we stepping into a place of abundance and first class and spaciousness and choices and options? When we think about the exchange for seat options, you know, everyone, every soul who comes into a human body at this time on our planet is coming into a collective agreement, a collective humanity. So there's some agreed upon rules. We're all in this plane this plane of earth 
and we're all going in this direction, which is forward momentum. Consciousness is evolving forward. We are creating more. We are moving in the same collective direction forward together. And yet when we, when we select our seat, if you look at it that way, when each one of us selects our seat, some of us are paying extra to have the exact experience that we want to have. What I mean by that is the available seats may be a very traditional, familiar path and we're coming as a soul into a human body and following a very comfortable traditional rhythm. We're going to have, you know, regular childhoods, regular adult lives, kind of like the Truman Show. We're going to sort of go through the motion. It'll all be easy and good. And in that experience, we will have some amazing breakthroughs and soul shifts and expansions. There will be some magic that's going to happen because the plane is a magical ride. And then some of us come in and we have paid a price. We have offered an exchange for a greater value for that seat that we're going to step into. So what I mean by that is there are great rewards at a growth level, at a consciousness evolving level. There are great rewards when we are willing to pay extra for that experience. So that may look like I will come into a life that has extreme suffering, depths of pain and confusion and being in the dark, not having any idea why I'm even still here doing this thing on this planet. When we, when we claim that depth of commitment and um, it's almost like an offering, when we offer that much willingness to go all the way into the human drama, the human experience, what we receive for choosing that seat, paying extra for that seat, are all the benefits of what will evolve from that. So if your depth of suffering at this point in your journey has been immense and your amount of darkness you have been sitting in has been absolute pure night sky with no stars or moon, just black, and your confusion has felt like a spinning top that has never stopped, what you are receiving now in exchange is going to be the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It's like the fulcrum that goes swinging from side to side. You've gone all the way to the left of all the things that you're going to have to learn and suffer your way through. And now the exchange is swinging you all the way through to the right. So what you are going to be moving towards as an exchange for your seat option is the grandest of joys, the most blinding of beautiful light that's just going to start poking into all that darkness. A sense of groundedness and abundance and landing in this human journey that has no more spinning. Where your clarity, your vision is like you are the pilot. <laughs> you are the pilot of the plane. You're not sitting in the back. You're not sitting in first class. You're in the front seat and you're determining which direction this plane is going to go. You're flying the plane. That's what starts to happen when when we are willing to be fully here in this experience. And like I said on yesterday's 
episode, when we start to realize that right here in this moment, right now in this body, in this exact moment that you are listening to these words, you have all that you need inside of you. You are this incredible, impeccable, powerful love that you chose to be here in the human form. You can start unwrapping, you can start taking off the layers that you have been carrying that have been weighing you down. It's, it's like, oh, how would it be? It's like sitting at the computer screen and looking at the chart of the airplane and seeing very clearly Oh, I paid $40 extra to sit in row 22 because I knew in that row I would be mastering all of these things that come with the $40 per seat extra. And guess what? Check, 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 check. Mastered. (laughs) I've done the work. I've paid the price. I've done the exchange. Thank you. I will now sit in that seat and recline and put my feet up. And it's time to start receiving all of the beauty that's going to come from that exchange. What is that beauty? It's love, it's relationships that are joyous and easy, not complicated and, and confusing and dangerous or abusive. It's relationships that are just love, expanding more love. It's a healthy body, it's a healthy bank account, it's a healthy job, it's fulfilling the purpose of why you even got on the airplane in the first place. Why are you sitting at the computer choosing a seat? Because you want to go on the plane that's going to take you to this place. Why did you come to earth? Because your soul knew there was something that you were going to experience here that you could not find anywhere else. And you wanted that experience and you chose to come. And then when you got here and you forgot that you chose the seat and you forgot the price of the ticket and you forgot that there were going to be all these other people on the plane bringing you all this chaos, right? It got really confusing and messy. What is happening now? It's like all the window shades on the airplane are starting to be open little by little. <laughs> Not so that you get blinded because it's been so dark and now you, you get all this light coming and you can't see anything. It's not that. It's like we're all slowly opening up those window shades. The ones by the window are saying, is it okay? <laughs> Can I open it a little more? And the ones in the center are like, I don't know, <laughs> not so fast. Let me just have a few more minutes. I'm not quite ready. Right? But we're all opening those window shades. And what's going to happen is that plane is landing. This is what happened on our long flight when we actually got on the plane that brought us home. <laughs> we, we flew during the day. The flight over was at night. The flight back was during the day. But when you're up in the clouds that high, it's so sunny. It's so bright that most people just close the shades because you can't handle how much light is coming in through the windows when you're up in the sky like that. So we all had our window shades down and you know, then they turned the lights down a little bit and the Uh, interior cabin of the airplane to make it comfortable and so some people are sleeping and some people are watching movies and then they start as we get closer to landing turning the lights up a little brighter (laughs) starting to get you to wake up a little bit and then they ask you to all start opening your window shades and so suddenly the whole plane is filled with all this light and you can see everything and you can see all the other people on the plane exactly as they look not in their shadow 
and you can look outside and see that you're coming into the ground to land on whatever land you've chosen to bring your plane down to. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We, we have selected our seats very, very carefully for this human journey. And when we can honor that we are the ones that chose these experiences, we are the ones that chose these seats, these people around us, this plane that's going to this location to do this thing, then we can start to receive the benefits of the seat that we chose. We can start to see how it all fits together, how everyone on the plane is all here with the same intention to accomplish the same things. And then it becomes this incredibly beautiful flight that we're not panicking, we're not regretting that we got on the plane, we're not mad at the person next to us for having the light too bright or the light too dark or the seat too far forward or the seat too far back. It's, it's all perfect. It's all perfect and we start to get that sense of we are one. It's like when the plane lands on the tarmac. This happened on, was it our last flight? I don't know, one of the flights. It must have been the one with the plane that we switched. When the plane landed on U.S. soil, it was just so sweet. It was like everyone just started clapping. <laughs> the whole plane, you just hear all these people clapping. And I remember when I was younger, that used to happen all the time. We would clap for the pilots for successfully landing the airplanes. And as I've gotten older, it seems like that happens more infrequently. But it was so heartwarming to honor and acknowledge the skill, the uh, commitment, the patience, the strength of our pilots as they landed this enormous plane on the ground. And then to feel, to feel the community. We were one humanity on that plane when it landed on the ground. It wasn't different nationalities or masculine, feminine, or age barriers or language barriers. It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're all in this together and it feels really sweet. That's what we are in and moving closer and closer towards. We're one humanity working together and we chose these seats with very deliberate, precise intention. So let's honor that choice and continue unpackaging it, see what there is for us to remember and to learn. Okay, more tomorrow. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me in aligning with the optimal health of your mind-body-spirit in the virtual community of Viv's Energy Gym. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.